0: Me ven y me preguntan ¿Por qué he visto caro? Tú no ves que yo soy caro De lejos se nota que mi flow es caro Que con nadie me comparo Yo le llego y normal, Me miran raro Raro, raro. Pero a nada yo le paro
1: Bienvenidos a Radio Menea. I'm Vero Valletti-Flores.
2: And I'm Miriam Soyla-Pérez. And we are two Latinx friends.
1: With wildly different music tastes.
2: And each week we bring you music from the Latinx artists that we love. And this week we're doing
1: a special episode to talk about 100% just Bad Bunny's new album, Por Siempre.
2: Yes, this was supposed to be a meneito, but... Veto was obsessed with this album, and I am too. And so we're doing a whole episode about it. You're welcome.
1: You are welcome. I <laughs> Happy mean, New Year. <laughs> I just feel like Bad Bunny snapped on I this mean, one.
2: I mean, uh, I, I mean, I was a fan before, but not like you were like super fun, you know. And now I feel like I'm yeah. getting on your level. I'm starting to get on your level.
1: <laughs> it
2: was just incredible. Uh, you texted me like on Christmas Day, being like, "Did you? What did you say?" Oh, you're like, Bad Bunny's definitely on Team Feelings. And I was like, what did he do? What did I miss? I'd been off Instagram. I've been off Instagram for a couple weeks, y'all. And like, it feels amazing. And I feel totally lost. But um, but yeah, I was like, what did I miss? And then you sent me the album. And I was like, oh, my God. What, yeah, a, yeah. what a regalo he for all of us. You
1: released it so that we would have it on Nochebuena. I know. What that's like the most. conejo.
2: It's like the most Latino thing ever. And it wasn't a Christmas <laughs> album, you know? Like, it was totally just like, here's a gift, y'all. Um I also love to win a body. I know. I also love that he didn't release every song as a single, like <clears throat> Jay Balvin. You know, like come on. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I think there's actually something beautiful about listening to an album, which I, I don't really do that often, but this definitely made me do it in like wanting to listen to it in order and so we have so much to say that we're we're gonna do a whole epi about. About him and about this amazing yes. album. Yes, and if and you I haven't mean, heard it yet, where have you been sleeping? Like under. Yeah, a rock? <laughs> if you haven't
1: heard it yet, like you can, we'll give you permission to put us on pause, listen to this whole thing, and then come back, <laughs> and then come back. Yeah, or you can listen to us talking about it, but you know, yeah. it's just it's legit, it's amazing, and yeah. we're we picked just we picked six songs mm-hmm. from it. Um, I think that there's many there, you know, there's so many amazing songs yeah. on there. Yeah. Um. But we picked a few that we thought we just wanted to talk about because mm-hmm. there was things about them that were mm-hmm. like, we just need to talk about them. Like this yeah. one, mm-hmm. Gato. Yeah. Yeah.
0: i feel like what
1: really impressed me about this one is that, okay, so like in general about the album, there aren't a lot of features, right? It's mostly like just Bad Bunny and not like, it's not like clogged up. I feel like where Bad Bunny is in his career, like, you know, like Drake is on this album, right? Like he could get like whoever the fuck he wants to be on this album and like it would be like an easy way to like send the album up in the charts by having all these other artists like promoing his shit but he chose to like really just like give us something that was his which I uh-huh. think was like a
2: bold and really Super cool choice, bold. especially because everybody's doing all of these like mega collabs right now, right? Yeah, got, like, yeah, four exactly. or five names on every track, and he's on a lot of those. But he was like, exactly. "I'm doing my thing." Yeah, yeah.
1: So I think that like this is like a little bit more of a stripped down Conejo, but mm-hmm. this song I think <laughs> is a uh, hella like. I don't know, it's wild that to me that this does not credit a feature. Like you see Gato and it's my bad bunny, but low-key Ricky Martin is on here. I
2: know. This is amazing. It's like you know how in video games they call it like an Easter egg or something, right? Like some little thing that's (laughs) dropped in there. So I like you texted me a bunch of stuff about the album, and I was just like listening to all the a lot of the songs we were talking about. You were just like texting me all these things that you knew I'd be excited about, including this. And then I texted my boo and was like, "Hey, like ch- listen to this album and like look for all these things." And it was like a little treasure hunt, you know. It was like look for the song with Ricky Martin, look for the song with the bachata guitar, you know, all the things that we talked uh, about. And it was yes. like kind of a fun little like way to experience the album and be looking for these little gems, you know. And this was, I think, one of my favorites. Like Ricky Martin, like. Damn. And he comes in late. <laughs> I mean, he comes in like two minutes in. It's not like he's yeah, up front. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's just like
1: a little tiny, um, cute little feature that's yeah. like, he's just, it's not even a feature. It's background vocals. No, Ricky Martin he's is not legit a feature. doing background vocals for El Conejo Malo. Okay. It's incredible. Like we're talking about like a man what? of stature here. Right.
2: And like a Puerto Rican queer elder like, kind of. Yeah. Um, and now, yeah, I think that's amazing that that Ricky did it, A, eh, number one, and that it's such this, like, subtle, like, did you notice? Can you find it? Like, and it feels like a little queer nod. I don't know. We've talked about this. Like, is he family? Is he not family?
1: Uh, I'm ready for Bad Bunny to be my bisexual
2: king. I'm ready for him to come out. I mean, <laughs> maybe he's so, like, beyond it that he doesn't even need to, you know? Like, I feel like that would probably be his, his answer to any questions about that would be, like, you know, like, he's just, like, evolved past it or something, but... Yeah, know. well,
1: I mean, I think that on this song, because it's, it's like, te importa a ti? Like, how I live, you know, right, like,
2: right, ¿Qué, right. ¿qué daño
1: te hace a ti? And I think that it's really actually significant yeah. to have Ricky Martin on there talking about mm-hmm. that, like, yo solo soy feliz. Like, why the fuck do you care how I'm mm-hmm. living? Right, you know, right. right. And like I feel like shit. it's yeah. not. It's not saying anything very specifically political, but, no. like, it is, a, it's, like, a definite nod to have, like, probably the most famous mainstream, like, openly gay, gay artist yeah. in Latin America. Right. Being, like, yo solo quiero ser feliz, you know, like, yeah. why do not you care how I'm living?
2: Right. Like, he could have gotten anybody to do those vocals, you know, including somebody without a name that we wouldn't recognize, you know. Like, so, yeah, I don't think it's a coincidence for sure. Yeah,
1: and the thing is, like, so this song is, like, very, for the most part, is, like, very much within his, like, Urbano sort of, like, yeah. trap, like, mm-hmm. very um, very on brand. But the part where Ricky Martin comes in, yeah. I think, is also just such, like, an ode to, like, the 90s pop ballads mm. that Ricky is famous for. Mm. And it's just, like, I think that, what Bad Bunny is doing on sev- in several ways in this album is being like this is music that was important to me that I grew up with, right? right? Like, right. His and influences. like yeah. it all sort of affected me. And on that interview with um
2: mm-hmm. on
1: Alt Latino, he was talking about how his mom listened to ballads and right. loved yeah. those. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know
2: Did you love when he tried to sing huanga? <laughs> It's amazing. Yeah, so y'all, I mean, we're going to link it in the show notes, but Alt Latino did an incredible interview with Bad Bunny in Spanish. Jasmine Garst, who's, like, a friend of ours, came back to help with this interview. She's a great interviewer. Um, and they released it the day the album released. I was, like, you know, 100 points to Alt Latino for being so on it with this. Um, and it's just so sweet because I had never heard him talk. Like, I've heard him sing, but I'd never listened to an mm. interview with him. So, like, I love his voice. I don't know. And he's such a, a weirdo and... I know there's so many things about that interview that I really loved, but y'all should go check it out. And he definitely does try to sing huanga at one point. He actually, I mean, he has a good voice, so there's just so many things that are beautiful. He talks about boleros. I mean, there's just like a lot of highlights to that whole interview, but I'm Uh, surprised Yeah, Did you
1: catch in the interview where he said that he might want to do a bolero?
2: Uh uh uh-huh. I was like, oh my (laughs) fucking God, I might lose my mind. I might lose my mind. Jasmine did a really good job in terms of like her interview questions. I feel like she, and there was one question where he like didn't really answer it. And then she like asked him again. I was like, you know, really just appreciating her interviewing skills Mm -hmm. and like not being afraid to back off. But I'm a little surprised she didn't ask him about Ricky Martin or about like any of the stuff that we're talking about right now, you know? I mean, maybe she did, and he didn't. You know, who knows what got edited out? But I feel like that's. Yeah. I yeah. don't know if you want to be like, no. "Are you gay?" But like, because that f- feels kind of inappropriate. But more just like, yeah, asking about like why Ricky Martin, why in this way, like what you know, because I think it's just such an interesting, um, coded part of this this album. So or this mm-hmm. song specifically. Mm-hmm. And he's just got yeah. such a distinctive voice, you know. So it's like he's not trying to hide it, you know.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I think that he said, "I'm, I'm reading." here like like I went and like looked up like what he's said about some of these songs and yeah. he does say specifically like you know like no importa you know tu creencia tu situación tu orientación sexual you know like okay. todos right. somos valiosos right and yeah. like and um so I think that it is it it's not um I mean, I don't know what it says about him specifically.
2: And yeah. I don't know if he's trying
1: to say anything about just himself. Poli- but I think yeah, that he, it's like a nod, right. you know? Yeah.
2: And I mean, I think that's where we're at, right? Like most of the, you know, I think about Romeo Santos too. Like he's super supportive of, of like gay people and has that whole song. Mm-hmm. And then people turn around and like, oh, that means you're gay. And like, we don't know what it means. But I would, I mean, it would be amazing if somebody would actually come out. Like there's got to be, I mean, among all these folks, like there's somebody's gay. Like it's just, I mean, it's just, you know, it's just. It's yeah. like a statistical inevitability, and I just think it would be a huge... But I understand, like, there's a lot of calculus there, and also people get to live their lives, and they don't have to tell us who they fuck if they don't want to. Right, right, that's true. And They don't. Yeah, but...
1: I mean, another thing that I really love about this song is that, like... It starts out as just sort of like as like a sort of blustering, like braggadocho, like you think mm-hmm. it's going to be like a regular, regular. like not, no shade to that, you know, yeah. but just like uh, my clothes are expensive and I like, <laughs> right. you know, yeah, have all this brand money dropping. type of yeah. song, but it's mm-hmm. like, actually the song is about how all of us have value no matter what. Yeah. And it's like, oh, Aww. okay. I see how you did that. you so
2: tender. Bad Bunny is on Team Feelings. He is. I love it. Oh, my God. Can we send him a Team Feelings pin? <laughs>
1: I want to send him <laughs> send a Team pin. Send him a Pereo pin and
2: a Team Feelings pin because he's clearly on both
1: feelings. Uh, yeah. He's,
2: is he, he's not picking any of them. No. He's not picking sides. <laughs> he's on both teams. Um, okay. I have the shout out, which like, I know I'm super late on this one, but the video of Bad Bunny petting the bunnies, we'll put it in the show notes if you haven't seen it, like me. And, and you were just so excited to yeah, yeah, stumble upon this gift from the internet. And it was one of those like me too or somebody kind of video where they like do it as a setup, but it, yeah, it was actually really sweet. Like some of those setups are kind of dumb, but this one was actually really funny. And he was just yeah. like, it was just really sweet to watch him like, he's like not an animal person, I don't think. And he just like got really close with this one bunny. <laughs> it was really yeah, cute. And he's like, he's soft like me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my God. And so Bad Bunny's like, what, 25, 24? 24, I think. Yeah. Damn. Damn. He's gifted. Yeah. He's gifted. Great. Well, you picked the playlist for this episode, but I just supported all of your picks. So,
1: Yeah, yeah. The way that we did it is that we're like, "Okay, let's discuss like what yeah. songs we want to bring." And I was like, "These are the ones that I would bring in a bit. so It was like, "Yes.
2: Great. <laughs> awesome. Done." I mean, Bad Bunny is definitely in the center of our Venn diagram of overlap, I for sure. Um, Absolutely. Okay, do you want to go on to the next song?
1: Yes, let's go on to the next one. This one I think is probably the most bold choice yeah. In all of the album I have to say I was very surprised by it Yeah And I am also surprised By how much I like it Yeah um, This is Tenemos que hablar
3: Odio tu mensaje Cuando dices Que tenemos que hablar Odio que yo hice Que yo hice Que tenemos que hablar Odio
0: tus mensajes cuando dices que tenemos que hablar
2: even realize why until we were texting about it and you <laughs> pointed out the very clear and direct homage to blink 182 <laughs> this what? is a straight up conejo 182 i mean 100 amazing amazing are they still around i don't even know i don't They're even know it. i don't think so yeah but like this, this is, is yeah. like
1: just so this is like 100 pop punk homage I mean, and I mean, like how are you gonna make? trap and pop punk and uh, like have it work and you're gonna make it work he made it obviously, work obviously that's subjective right I think that there's some people who are like what the fuck is this and didn't like it because it's like it is really like a bold like out yeah, there choice
2: I like um, it I'm here for it
1: and I mean I have to say like shout out like Tiny was like the behind most of the production oh, on this record along no. with uh bad bunny so he's he's spoken about how like he it was also a, like a co-producer on all of his songs right but um but so i i was reading a thing a while back um on rolling stone about tiny tiny is actually like a legend producer in like that's like sort of spans like the old school and like the new school like he's been yeah. around forever he started okay. when he was super young um um with the with like Looney Tunes and like those folks and now mm, is Tunes, like yes. and now oh. is like a huge part of like producing hits today. Wow. And he was like really like one of the driving forces behind the production on this album. And I have to say it's just like there's so many like risks and the sequencing on this album is amazing. And yeah. This one is just a huge fucking risk. Like and there's like there's so many things that I recognize that are like, you know like the echo vocals that are so pop punk mm-hmm. and like the guitars, right. like it's just like right. all of it is so nostalgic it's- for me, yeah. right? Like yeah. I remember going, I took this, I my good friend um, Jessica, who um, is in Venezuela, just had a baby, she's my mm-hmm. cousin's um, long-term partner. And um, so shout out Jessica, but we took I took uh, Jessica, my sister, and I took Jessica to a Blink 182 and Green Day concert when I was wow. in high school. I think.
2: Wow. <laughs> think we were, I think we're like went, I saw she had come to too. visit us. What did you think of them when you saw them live?
1: I mean, I think I was into them when I was in high school. You know, it was like 1999, and I was yeah. like, I was. I think I was like mostly there for Green Day. I wanted to yeah. see Green Day,
2: but I was like not anti Blink 182. So I was really into Blink 182 in high school. Um, and I saw them probably around the same time, but it was a tour where they were the, op- they were the main act and the openers were Newfound Glory. I don't know if you ever came uh-huh. across them. Yeah, I know them. And Blink-182, I was so disappointed. I was like 100% like, you were not better than me listening to your CD. Like they were just really not mm-hmm. good. And Newfound Glory was amazing and I had never even heard them before. So then I like immediately became obsessed with Newfound Glory instead, which I think was like a similar, a similar genre, but. Yeah, like so pop, it was punk. It's disappointing when people. I mean, you know, people can have an off day, but I was just like, "Come on, y'all!" You know. Yeah, like mostly
1: I just remember from that concert. Honestly, I don't remember what Blink One Eighty Two was like at all. I remember like being in the mosh pit with my friend from wow. Minnesota who'd never been in anything like in a this Blink-182 ever, and being mosh pit? like, just like taking <laughs> care of her and being oh, like, man. "Are you okay? Like, let's yeah. take you out. Let's go for a breather." You know, Woo! just like,
2: are you a, you are know? You a mosh pit? Are you a mosh pit person? I used to be. Wow. I used to be like
1: the person that when I was when I was much younger, I would be like I wouldn't be in the mosh pit, but I would be like in the front. Like I would right. like work my way to the front and I would take like any and all amount of pushing and like i I remember when i was in high school when i would leave shows i would be soaked in sweat and i'm not a sweaty person so it's like everybody Mm -hmm. else's sweat you know what i mean
2: wow you're so And it was just like
1: i wouldn't care it was just like part of the experience you know it's like it was just like this is like a gross amazing thing you know
2: I have never been in a mosh pit, probably not surprised to hear that. I'm just like, the, even the idea of it kind of scares me. Just like, how is everybody okay in there? And like, how do people Yeah, 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 no, I was and... never
1: a mosh pit person. I never like, you know, like did that, but I was always in like, I was, I have to go through the mosh pit to get right. to the I front. mean, I feel
2: like if you're up in the front, the mosh pit is still kind of like, you're like on it the edge of it. It comes to you sometimes, yeah. which is unpleasant. I never yeah. loved the actual no, mosh pit. No, no. I was at a punk show recently. Um downtown boys actually i think you know them maybe uh-huh. we, we yeah. want to do a latinx punk show eventually and so um and yeah there was a mosh pit and i was just like watching being like wow no like i have no desire to be in the middle of that like i i can appreciate this like i think the feeling of like probably letting go of control and just sort of like, going with the movement of the people around you but i'm also like ow like don't get hurt you know? <laughs> here's the thing about this though like he was really young when blink 182 was popular like so was he listening to this like in when he was like eight you know like because he's a baby
1: (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. totally
2: just like a kid
1: and like this is like what was on i mean he's he talks about how he was into music um you know like always like early on that's true young as a kid so it's like makes sense but yeah i mean i think this this is so funny and this is just like super i think it's super fucking bold yeah. I think it's super fucking bold and I just even just for that I'm a little taken aback and it's just like respect. Yeah, and no, so much it's, respect. And it's a funny song just because it's about, like, that, like, sort of, like, dread when, like, your boo texts you, like, tenemos que hablar. Yes. It's just, like, it's nothing. That's it's so just, like, real. around, like, that anxiety. Yeah. What did I do? What did I right. say? Are who's you talking shit me? about me? Like, what? Oh. like who's, ta- who's saying shit to you about me? You know, yeah. like, what do you ¿cuál know? fue mi delito si yo soy un angelito? Like... I know. <laughs> I
2: know. It's, it's so, that's such a moment. I think this song might actually be one of my favorites. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I know. I mean, that's so... It is... You're right. It's, like, super weird and, like, pretty out there. But I don't know. I just... I really like it.
1: For me, it's super nostalgic just because I don't listen to... I was... I don't listen to this, uh, to, like, pop punk anymore at no, all. It was just, neither. like, something that I listened to, like, in high school and, like, yeah. really just, like, haven't uh-huh. listened to it at, at all since. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, like, if you would have asked me about Blink-182, like, you know or pop punk, you know, before December twenty fourth. I would have right. been like, eh, not right. not no, for I know. me. No, me
2: neither. Me <laughs> too. Me too. But <laughs> yeah, like shout too. out Conejo man. I know. He just takes it to a different place and then I'm like, Oh, you're kind of marrying the two things that I like used to like my old me and like new me. And I, I appreciate those moments that are unexpected. Like I can sing all the lyrics to that one blink any two album that has like the nurse on it with the big boobs. I don't know if you remember that album. But that's like all the I think it's all the small things, maybe. Anyway, like it was a big I was really, really into it in high school. So and yeah. I yeah, I haven't listened to any of that stuff since
1: Yeah, so this is just super and nostalgic. It just like hits
2: that spot. Yeah. It hits He's definitely spot. pandering to the older millennials in this one.
1: <laughs> yes, a song for <laughs> Elder the elderly millennials. millennials like
2: us. Uh-huh. With the beepers <laughs> and the flip phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh Oh, man. All right. Let's move on to the next one. So, this one is um, interestingly, this is the song in the Alt Latino interview. This is one, this is a place in that interview where I really appreciated like um, Jasmine's chops as a reporter because like I Mm totally knew that moment when you ask someone a question and then they don't answer it and you can either just like drop it or ask them again. And she was like, No, I'm going to ask you again. So, I was like, You go, girl. Because it's it's nerve wracking when you're in that. You know, I do a lot of interviews, it's kind of nerve wracking, but. So she was asking, like, which is the song on this album that you feel like was the biggest risk that you took? And this was actually the song that he said, which surprised me. So it's called Otra
3: Noche in Miami. <laughs> Modelos extranjeras que me dicen, papi Están tirando el cel, ya me quieren ver Ah, Seguramente ya están locas por coger Pero soy yo quien les llevo la champaña Si no es como él, la rubia no se baña Me voy de viaje y a las dos horas me extraña O mejor dicho, el dinero que me acompaña Soy todo un fasa en la ciudad del sol No voy a tiendas, pero yo soy dueño del mall Soy cristiano después de meter un gol. Tengo a francesas hablándome en español. Y siempre mucho Gucci, mucho fuera Louis botón. Yo no soy retro, pero tengo toda la colección. Para el Califa Kush, tengo la conexión. Para la Avenue Miami Beach, en mi dirección. Uh-huh. Todo es superficial, nada real. Nada raro que el dinero no pueda comprar. Pejas con vista al mar, es lo único que tengo para poder pasar. Otra noche en Miami. Yeah.
2: Did that surprise you, Veto, that this was the song that he pointed to?
1: Um, I mean, this song is definitely different for him. I-, I feel like this is less of a risk than the last one, but yeah. it is different. It is different right. for him. I think it's like just um it's just like a sort of like chill and like sort of like synthy and 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 something that we haven't seen from him at all right yeah and again this is like another one that i'm just like oh my god you have so many feelings homie Mm, so many things i know i know he does he does
2: do you think this album is about somebody
1: the other day i saw a tweet that it's like whoever broke bad bunny's heart like thank you, fuck you and thank you <laughs> know, right, right, right. yeah I mean, it, so- it sort of sounds like it could be about somebody you know oh. like but pero quién sabe you know i think that sometimes um sometimes things are about somebody in particular sometimes they're like about like a few people sometimes right. it's like you give yourself, like, something that's, like, an idea and, like, make yourself right you run with that it. point. Yeah. yeah, you run with it. Right. right. This song, though, I feel like it's so... I don't know if it's because, like, I'm watching Miami, but it was, like, very, like, Miami Vice. It strikes mm-hmm. me as, like, very, like, 80s, like, synth pop. And this is one of those songs that it's like yeah like being famous is hard and like in in some ways like that can be corny you know it's like oh it's hard to be famous you you know like i've got all these things i've got all these beautiful clothes but like i'm in my feelings 100 people have made that song but i still think that this like brings a side of uh of bad bunny that um that I think is like a little bit more vulnerable, and I appreciate that. And I just, I really like the song again. Like, I think that I really appreciate this, like, synth pop direction that he's going in in this song. And yeah. I, I super appreciate, it. like, just doing different things on this album. Every song is so different. I know. From I know. each other, right? Like, he is like really pushing the um the conventions of what is what like can and can't be considered Urbano and like whether he is or isn't an Urbano artist. Like obviously he is, he's like a rapper, right? But yeah. Um
2: trap artist. But I yeah. think
1: he's just like not feeling boxed. Yeah, in, which is really it. fucking mm-hmm. cool.
2: Right. And this album has been a commercial success. So that means that I mean that'll get hopefully give him license to keep going. In that interview with you know it was before it had
1: come out and he was talking about how he was nervous about it um yeah but exactly. but it's no, that was sweet. i think that i hopefully his nerves are <laughs> yeah. um are out. at rest <laughs> because yeah
2: everybody that i've talked to is super impressed no yeah, i yeah i think there's just no question that this was incredible this is my shout out to david my brother who i woke up on you know christmas day and you told me about the album and he's like oh yeah i'd already listened to it like he's on top of it um he's a big bad bunny fan he, i think this he said this is his favorite song on this album
1: yeah yeah it's a good yep. one
2: mm-hmm all right, right. Shall we go to yeah. La Paroxíma that uh-huh. we're gonna hit? Yeah, you want to intro it?
1: Yeah. So I feel like we've like picked like four songs in a row here for um for the for, oh, yeah, the, these, for are, these two. Yeah,
2: these are in the order. Yeah, I I I wanted us to put them in the order that they come in the album because I do think actually, you know, that was all purposeful, so.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally totally, like the, the the sequencing on the album is really great and there's obviously since we picked six songs, like we're, there's a bunch of cool songs that um, are uh, aren't on this album, so definitely go listen to it. The first song yeah. I actually really love, Ni Nimal. Ni Mal. The second song is cool, although I'm bitter about Diplo being on it. I don't like mm-hmm. that Diplo gets Bad Bunny's shine, fuck him. Yeah. But you know, whatever, I get it. Yeah, so the next song that we're going to talk about is the seventh track on the album, and it's called Servichote. yo
0: siempre quise ser bichote Y ahora somos <laughs> bichote Mami quería que yo fuera un ingeniero Papi quería un pelotero, mi maestro de segundo Me dijo que fuera bombero Nah, yo voy a hacer lo que yo quiero Yo la tenis, to la gorra El pipo la beben, me la cotorra
1: So the reason that I wanted to talk about this track is because it's um, one of a couple of tracks where Bad Bunny, I feel like, gets a little bit political. Like, you listen to this track, and if you're not really paying attention very closely, like, you, it's, like, about, like, he always wanted to be, like, un bichote, right? Like, he wanted to be, like, a big fucking deal, and now he's a big fucking deal, right? right. And, like, that's what it is, but... Right there's um, a line in it where he talks about like the people that critique him and he's like why are you critiquing me like resuelvan sus asuntos se cierran las escuelas mientras se abren puntos and like he's talking about like the crisis of closing schools and criminalization and and
3: criminalization right in puerto rico <laughs>
1: And it's like, why are you focusing on hating on me? And I think that it's sort of referring to, um, I don't know if you caught wind of this, but a while back there's this, um, this like, woman's post went viral. Um, in Puerto Rico about like, and it was like about Bad Bunny and about how like, you know, everybody's listening to Bad Bunny, but there's all of these problems. And like, why are you listening to Bad Bunny? And he responded like, was like, listen, like this is misdirected, right? Like why? Like there's schools closing. There's like a political situation where like our political and elected leaders and some non-elected leaders, right? Because La Junta, that's deciding on Puerto Rico's economic future, mm-hmm. is not elected. Mm-hmm. Like these people are scamming us. Like, why? Why am I the the person to blame you here? Like, you, right. yeah, yeah, set your sights to the people that are really fucking it up. You know, right. So I appreciate that. I think that there's, especially with Urbano, there's a lot of misdirection, and because it's a racialized genre, right? Mm-hmm. And like, despite like the fact that a lot of like white and light-skinned folks like are. Um, are, you know, like, going in and succeeding um, on this genre. I think yeah. that, like, it's still, like, as a genre, it's still really racialized, and it mm-hmm. still, like, occupies a place mm-hmm. in the, the the Latin American imagination that it's, like, no, this is, like, clase baja, this yeah, is...
2: Yeah, And so, like, nobody's
1: yeah. out there talking about, like, you know, how Thalia is making dumb songs. It's not unrelated, and I think that he's catching on to that. And yesterday... Um, my my friend Susie was, like, we were sort of uh, talking on Twitter, tweeting back and forth, and she's told me that he's been hanging out with Rene from Calle Trece a lot. Uh, so I think that he's, like, you know, getting a little politicized.
2: Right, right. Yeah, he's definitely getting there. I mean, he talked about that on the interview, right, with Estamos Bien and, and releasing that on Jimmy Fallon and how nervous he was about doing that and, like, taking that step. But, like, clearly he did it.
1: Because Estamos Bien, like could be just like a feel good banger right but i think choosing to frame his performance on jimmy fallon right. as like to talk about the as continuing effects on puerto rico it framed yep. it like as like an anthem of resilience really right right so yeah. i i feel like i i i'm appreciating like a newly political Conejo. hall
2: mhm for sure for sure and i think there's another like um undertone to the song because bichote like is a you know pretty slang for like drug dealer or like kingpin or like you know big dude right like you said um and i feel like that's also part like the lyrics that you re- like recited can also be read from that perspective too right of like people i mean i think that's also part of you know the ways in which urbano gets denigrated right is because it's seen as like up upli- like rap in the us right it's seen as like uplifting violence or you know um you know uh like making, like, drug dealing and, like, other, like, you know, activities seem, like, positive, right? Like, projecting them in a positive light, like, all the stuff that kind of gets um, mixed up with these particular music genres that's very much, like, class and racialized. So I feel like that's also a piece of what this song is bringing, is, is bringing in that dynamic as well and trying to talk back to it.
1: Yeah, I was reading this review of of this album by, um, by Gary Suarez, who is... Um, a music writer who covers a lot of Latin trap like he covers a lot of hip-hop in general but like has been doing a lot on um on noisy uh, covering Latin trap mm. if you haven't seen his Latin trap column y'all should go read it and take a look at it and I think in in the review he was talking about how from so many trap artists were, like, expected to believe that everybody was a kingpin when, like, maybe, like, at best they sold weed on the block, you know? Um, and, and he's, like, you know, like, Bad Bunny doesn't really, like isn't really trying to make you believe any of that in this, you know, like in this album, he's like talking about his life and like, that's just refreshing. Right. He's not like trying to like weave a fiction about like his, his drug kink thing ship, you know, like about how he was something that
2: he like, isn't, you know? Right. Right. I also heard a little bit of like, you know, siempre quise ser bichote, right, like, this idea that, like, kids want to be in that, because they don't, and then you go to this, the lyrics about, you know, they're closing schools and opening checkpoints, so it's like, well, what else am I going to do, right, like, uh-huh. this, it's like, when you close all the opportunities for kids in a certain class and, like, race category, like, then what what are, what are they going to want to do, like, where else do they have, right, like, this is what people, this is what the economy offers people, you know, like, which is a, real it's a reality of the ways in which street economies work right people do these things because yeah. they ha- that's the option that they have in order to like make a life you know so i think that's there's yeah. a lot of different layers to it i think yeah totally um
1: i also really appreciated the like mommy quería que yo fuera un ingeniero papi mm-hmm. quería que fue pe- fuera pelotero pero nah yo voy a hacer lo que yo quiero you know mm-hmm. i am just like mm-hmm. everybody has so many expectations about mm-hmm. what they think that you should be But Bad right. Bunny
2: is like Nah Right I'm doing me I'm not with that Yeah He's definitely not Trying to be like everybody else Yeah Truly for doing him Doing whatever His little, his little weirdo heart His little weirdo heart <laughs> 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 All right um, So the next song that you picked From this album Is called Solo de mi No me
0: vuelvas a decir, Yo no soy tuyo ni de nadie, yo soy solo de mí No me vuelvas a decir, bebé Ya tú lo sabes que yo no estoy ni un poquito pa' ti No me vuelvas a decir, bebé
1: out this song came out a couple of weeks before the album came Mm -hmm. out um it came out the song and the video at the same time and um i really wanted to bring this because i don't think we recorded um since uh or with with new with music new music uh since the song came out but also because um he used this song as an opportunity to talk about violence against women Interesting, yeah. And, you know, like, I think the lyrics really, like, resonated with me just in general, right? Like, yo no soy tuyo ni de nadie, yo soy solo de mi. And Mm. in the visual, he has, is basically a visual of, like, this woman, like, at a mic, like, looking at the camera, singing this song. And um, it has the lyrics, like, sort of, like, as subtitles Mm -hmm. on the bottom. And Mm. she's saying, you know, yo no soy tuya ni de nadie, yo soy solo de mi. And she's talking about how... How, you know, like, I, you know, like, I don't hate you, but I don't want to, like, you know, like, I don't want to, I didn't want this to end, but you were the one who fucked it up. And it's, um, you know, the video is triggering, probably, like, if you, if that's, like, a, if that's, like, a trigger for you, like, it does include, like, it, it basically, it doesn't have anybody in it. It's just her, but, right. like, she's clearly, like, receiving blows, and then her face looks increasingly bruised. Right. And she's like, but she's defiant, right? She's like, Mm. no soy tuya ni de nadie. Yo soy solo de mi, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think, you know, I, I don't think Conejo's politics are fully fleshed out, right? Like in the end, like she puts her hands in front of her face, like the bruises go away and she's like, starts and like we they pants a bad bunny when there's this like huge like you know like rhythm like you know beat swap in the mm-hmm. song which happens a lot of times yeah in this episode in,
2: in this um album. in yeah. this
1: album right yeah. like the first song this song like a the song coming all up, there's the ones many we songs yeah yeah mm-hmm. many songs have like just like a complete beat switch up which again yeah. like super bold production yeah um but so when there's a beat switch up in this song there's you know they pants a bad bunny and it's like he sort of, like, starts... He like, you know, it's, he's, like, her love interest in that song. Um, and then, like, it's, like, he saves her, almost. Like, maybe that's not what they're trying to say. Yeah. But, like, so it's, it's not, like... You know, like, I feel like, again, it's not, like, the most fully fleshed-out thing. But, like, at a moment... When so many Urbano artists were just like tripping over themselves to get a collaboration from 6 9 is a fucking child molester and rapist, mm. I feel so relieved to see him take a stand. And, you know, like if it's clumsy and he's just figuring out how to be political, like I would rather he say something, mm. you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, it means a yeah. lot
1: to me that he's like actually like this is this behavior is not fucking okay. And you, meanwhile, you all out here are trying to get like collabs from abusers, and like mm. that's how that shit happens, right? Like, you know, like surviving R Kelly was right, just like same. aired yeah. on yeah. on yeah like right. recently, and like that's how it happens, right? Like people ignore the shit. People are like, well, they're a good artist. Well, we admire the art. We separate the person from their art. The, the But, like, you can't do that. And I feel like I just really appreciate the fact that he's just, like, I'm going to say something. And, Mm -hmm. like, even if it's, like, slightly clumsy, I would rather him, like, be, like, what's not fucking okay is for you to hit people and abuse people. And, like, co-sign these motherfuckers who are abusers and everybody knows. And
2: you're just going to act like you don't give a fuck. Right. Yeah. That's powerful. That's powerful. This album is just so layered yeah this is something that we're planning on doing we have we have we'll have more to share in a couple of weeks about some of our plans for the new year we're doing some like changing up and refreshing and thinking about our format but one of the things we want to do is do uh, more episodes that are like a deep dive in a particular album because i think it's just a really cool opportunity to get to talk in depth about that person and their that creative endeavor and we're going to do some albums that are like old albums it's not always going to be new stuff but i think it's really a fun this feels really different which i enjoy
1: yeah, yeah. It's really cool to like do like a deep dive into like somebody's work, right? Yeah.
2: All right. So the last song that we picked from this album is yes. one of my
1: favorites
2: This one's like by far
1: my favorite. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And it's called La Romana.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> Cuando estamos fríos Te mago con odicios ni pío. Eh, eh, hoy andar un like. La roma no aprendía mejor que Dubai Eh, tú eres una bandida Tú te la traes eh, si le digo que llegue le cae Ey, eh, ojalá Ojalá y que esta noche tú seas mi mai Eh, Que eh, yo es nudito para el bate. Eh, si quiero la movie la dejo en replay Eh, hoy anda con el bobo
2: so, yes, <laughs> yes,
1: this one is like a straight trap chata jam. Oh. Which, if you've yes. been listening for a while, you know, like we've brought Fuego, we've brought uh-huh. some other trap chata, yeah. like. I oh, am good. so fucking pleased that he went in this direction. I love it. Um I love it. so this one is really sort of an ode to the Dominican Republic, uh-huh. which I think is really sweet.
2: Yeah. I
1: I just like I feel like everything about this song is amazing mm-hmm. and um and like I will never stop yelling Pasame la juca for the rest <laughs> of my life. And it features El Alfa who is um, who is a Dominican dembo artist, and I feel like maybe that's an ep- for an episode in the future that we mm-hmm. want to do about like Dominican dembo as a yeah. genre, yeah, um, because yeah. that's once you, you you get go from the like bachata guitar to the trap chata, and yeah. there's like the beat switch, you switch into mm-hmm. like the Dominican dembo, and it's uh-huh. just like it's it goes so fucking hard, man. It goes so, so fucking hard. <laughs>
0: yo me quedo en frío, hasta que se ca... ca, 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 ca. Llegué a la calle, bota fuego, fuego, falla, falla, fuego, falla, falla, fuego, fuego, falla, falla, fuego, 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 fuego. Llegué a la calle, bota fuego. Me compare que yo tengo para comprar la competencia. Yo firme el movimiento entero con su descendencia. Todos los días voy para arriba y te desesperas. Y cada vez que supo un piso pito le calera Todo magogo me lo quité de la vera y como quiera se quiere queda pegado en la tetera. La calle tiene fuego, la calle tiene falla. Como quiera que la tire el alfa no la falla. Todo el mundo me quiere yo.
2: So I wonder if the there's there's some sort of immigrant history behind the connection, like, the relationship between Dominicans and hookah. Like, is there some Middle Eastern immigration moment that made that happen?
1: There's gotta be. Who I know. Right? I don't I mean, know the Middle history Eastern of that, but, like, this All over Latin is, America, like, but... Yeah. yeah, this is just so on point, yeah. and... Yeah, uh, yeah. And I just... I feel like everything about the song from, like, the first, like, trap-chata beat to, like, the fucking... Banger that like happens when it switches up and um and El Alfa comes on. Mm-hmm. I I just like it's, I can't not move to it, you know. It's yeah. like my hips are immediately like swaying no matter what. Yeah. Like, this is it's my good. fucking jam. I think that it's like the standout of the album. It fucking kills it. El Alfa also kills it. I'm so mm-hmm. glad that El Alfa is getting um the fucking shine that mm-hmm. he deserves because he's been like you know out there putting music yeah. out for a minute Yeah, and I like love the reference to "The Demagogo which mm-hmm. is a song that mm-hmm. Bad Bunny and Arafa did together like two two and a half years ago
2: yeah. yep, yep, which yep.
1: we brought to you uh-huh. on the episode about the Dominican Republic right. with Isabella mm-hmm. uh, two years ago so don't ever say that we don't put you on <laughs>
2: yes exactly exactly the, the, like, beat shifting, which I think happened in almost every song we brought and maybe happens in most of the album. Like, it was so significant. That like, I was listening to the album in the background and then the beat would shift and I have to, like, go back to the tab to make sure it was the same song. Like, it's just such a such a dramatic change and i just uh, yeah yeah it's not that common especially of drama two or three minutes in i feel like it's not uncommon for it to be like 60 seconds or something you know like no no but like in the middle of the song this is really different
1: yeah Yeah, i mean like i said like bold production choices all hail tiny you know like fucking incredible um and, and yeah, and also like Bad Bunny, right? Cause he co-produced every single one. But, um, but I think it's just like, it's a, a super cohesive album. Like despite all the beat shifts, despite like all the just like different bold choices yep. that yeah, he's going for sense. and like different kinds of songs, right? Yeah, like it, it all makes sense, makes sense as yeah. a unit. And right. I'm, you know, like if I can't, I I just it's so good it's so good I'm very I'm very impressed you know and like I wasn't sure what to expect after like you know like two years of listening to Bad Bunny singles only right like it's almost like you know like the album is in a lot of ways can be like a lost art form right like people it doesn't matter as much and like I don't You know, like, I don't want to be, like, some old head who's, like, this was the true way that, right. you know, music know. was, that." because yeah. whatever, like, things change, our cultural connections to different formats of music change, but, like, yeah. I feel like this is, like, legit, like, it's, like, an album, and he, like, thought about it that way, and he thought about the sequencing, he thought about how it was cohesive as a unit, and um, was still able to make, like, really um, different and bold and cool choices, and I, I'm I'm super
2: fucking impressed. Bravo, conejito. Yeah, it's incredible. We really don't have have any real critique, huh? Like, we're pretty, this is like pretty universally. Yeah, I mean,
1: I think, like I said, I think that sometimes like the political statements are clumsy, right? And I think that he's figuring himself out, right? Like, he's figuring himself out. And like, I don't think, like, I, I don't think that it always all makes sense with each other, like the political statements. Like, I feel like he wants to be in the right place in terms of like, you know, talking about. Like, intimate partner violence but like in the other songs he objectifies women right and like are those two yeah. related to each other like absolutely right like i don't think that right. there is a lack like you know like i don't think i think he's growing right like he's like st- like starting to like think about how he has a huge platform and like yeah. what his responsibility is with it and he's stepping up right yeah. and i think that that like deserves praise and also right. like he's not fully, like, you know, like, he's not Bill Hooks, right, like, you don't get to be that way by just, like, releasing songs,
2: right, like, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, but, like, I'm not mad at it, right, like, he's just, like, he's stepping up, he's learning, and, like, it can be clumsy as a process, but, like, I'm, you know, like, I'm good with it, and, like, that doesn't mean that, like, um, you know, like, I will forgive anything that he does if it's fucked up, you know, like, but I think that like he's trying and like, I think that that's so much more than, um, than, than most, um, artists that are doing the kind of shit that he's doing are trying to do. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I'm here for growth, right? Like Mm -hmm. I didn't know everything that I knew when, um, I was like 23 or 24 and, um and and uh, you know just like shout out bad bunny for like being vulnerable enough to like think about it and like you know to like put aside some of the uh fear that it takes to like
2: make a political statement when you're like a pop artist right yep yep i can't wait to see what he does next i mean clearly he needs some time but i'm excited that he's already like got other that he thinks that he that he wants to go farther that this was just a testing ground like that's pretty amazing (laughs) It's super
1: exciting. I'm into it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Love it. All right, y'all. Well, hopefully you like Bad Bunny. <laughs> Otherwise, maybe you didn't make it to the end of this episode. <laughs> maybe yeah. Maybe there are people out there. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, thanks so much for listening. And we're really excited for what we've got in store for you this year. So make sure you stay on top. Um, stay subscribed. Stay following us on social media. We're everywhere at Manea.
1: Yeah, we've got some good plans for you, and we have like some more planning to do. So we're uh, we're excited to just bring you some cool new shit in 2019 mm-hmm. like just take ourselves to the next level yeah um you know we've been doing this for a almost, few years now almost
2: three years we turned almost three, three in years March. now
1: and um and i think that that there's we're ready to like you know be like a keep little growing. more of a grown podcast yeah
2: exactly keep growing keep shifting
1: yeah um yeah so thank you yeah. so so much for listening
2: Yeah. And as always, if you haven't left us a review, they help a lot. So head over to whatever podcast player you're using, but especially Apple Podcasts and leave us a little review. We so appreciate the love and it does still help us grow our audience.
1: All the information about everything you heard today, including some of the things that we mentioned, like the All Latino interview with Bad Bunny is going to be in our show notes. So if you um, go ahead and click on those. You will be able to get all the details that uh, that we talked about today.
2: All right, y'all. Hasta la próxima.
1: Hasta la próxima.
0: Bye.